Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Akash Weekly with Greg Asuri featuring Comdex and Cloudmos. Let's take a listen. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's Akash Weekly Twitter Spaces. I'm Nadia Bajuelo, Community Events Manager here at Overclock Labs. I hope everyone here now listening or watching later is having a great morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever it is you're joining us from. Before jumping into today's spaces, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the Akash community. It was a great month of August for the community, and it's exciting to kick off another month with all of you. Thank you for sending in questions for our AMA with Greg. We had quite a few come in ahead of the spaces already. Keep deploying, keep the one Akash and powered by Akash posts coming. Let's keep spreading the word about Akash this September. Right now, you can start by smashing those emoji buttons to show Greg and our guests some love while they're chatting with us. We love when that happens. You guys can also send in your questions for today's AMA segment. Get your questions in on today's spaces by requesting to speak. We'll then bring you up so you can ask your question, but once on stage, we do ask that you please remain on mute, and we'll call on you when it's your turn. If you can't unmute, don't worry, guys, we've got you covered. Reply to the pinned tweet that you see right above our profile pictures at the top of this spaces room with your question. Before Greg takes it away for updates, here are some things for you to check out during the week. Join our community on Telegram. Andre has an AMA with Omniflix ready for you tomorrow. Find out more over on Telegram. Get started deploying on Akash today. Check out our documentation by visiting docs.akash.network. For a bit more support on your Akash journey, the best place to go is our Discord. You'll find our Director of Technical Support, Scott Carruthers, and Akash Insiders plus others there to help. You can also watch our technical program manager, Alani Kuye, walk you through your first deployment on our YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, and tap the bell icon, and look out for more. He's got more for you each week. If you want to spread the word about Akash and help the project grow, learn about becoming an Akash Insider at akash.network community. For those of you who have an idea for a project on Akash, join our grant program. For details, check out our YouTube video on Akash Accelerator and visit akash.network slash akash-accelerator. And hop on over to our blog at akash.network slash blog, where our very own Zach Horn is writing up great content for you. With that, Let's get started with today's spaces. Greg will kick us off with updates, including Akash ecosystem news and broader cosmos and industry news. After updates, we'll give you guys a full introduction to our guests 
Abhishek Singh, co-founder and CEO of Comdex, Siddharth Patil, co-founder and COO of Comdex, and Maxime Beauchamp, co-founder of Cloudmos. During our guest segment, we'll be asking Abhishek and Siddharth about Comdex, their roadmap, their latest testnet, and what Akash can do to support. We'll also talk to Max, who will fill us in on the latest updates and tools Cloudmos is building, as well as his experience with Akash, the Akash Accelerator, and future plans. We'll then wrap up with an AMA with Greg. We'll meet Abhishek, Siddharth, and Max just after updates. But for right now, let's hand it off to the man of the hour and CEO of Overclock Labs, Greg Osiri. Take it away, Greg. Thank you so much, Nadia. Good to see you all. This is an amazing, uh, amazing moment. This is a 10th uh, straight week, Akash Weekly, we're doing, I believe. Uh, we started these every week updates a few uh, months ago, about, in, I believe, end of uh, June and uh, or July. Can't, can't uh, remember. I think June, yeah. So we did July and August, and this is September. So really exciting. I love these updates. It gives me an opportunity to, you know, gather all the exciting things that happened over the week, you know, before this uh, spaces, we publish a thread and really, uh, you know, the thread really summarizes uh, uh, the ecosystem updates. And every time I look at the thread, I look at how far we've come along and, you know, and how far we still have to go, right? But it's a great opportunity for me to really connect with the community. And, and I really uh, look forward to these uh, uh, eight o'clock every Wednesday. With that, you know, last week we saw quite in opening, we had you know Coinbase come up with their Web3 developer stack, and Akash was top of the list when it comes to decentralized uh, cloud computing. Uh, and uh, one of the key highlights of the report uh, was the was that the indicator that Akash really proved you can deliver a high-performing peer-to-peer infrastructure, right? So I really like that point because the world was never you know, aware that a thing like Akash is even possible. There were a lot of uh, players before Akash that tried to do what Akash does. There are a lot of players now, even after Akash, trying to do what Akash does. But Akash somehow, you know, is cemented and somehow could deliver a high-performing cloud that is a good replacement to your current existing clouds, right? And I think the point uh, Coinbase team did was very important. The high performance cloud on a blockchain is 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 a keyword here, and um, and also if you think about Akash being top of the mind for when Hetzner, uh, you know, banned crypto, and that really, uh, you know, emphasizes the the point that Akash is what people think about when they talk about Web three cloud, right? So all these indicators really cement. Akash's position as the Web3 cloud uh, as we're building through this bear. Um, and uh, we had quite a few updates from our ecosystem. It began with really our friends at uh, Esperon. Esperon officially uh, you know, welcomed Akash as a partner. You know, we've been working quite a lot on different things. Uh, you know, they've been doing sneaky demos, they've been doing quite a lot of stuff. And but you know, last week they officially said Akash is air 
their integration. They showed amazing stuff happening. They also have a workshop. Uh, if you want to learn how to use Akash on uh, on Speron, go to their workshop in, in, in Hyderabad, India, if you're around. And uh, they'll teach you how to how uh, how the this integration works. I think they're going to take you through the whole um, nuts and bolts of the system. And Prashant here uh, is is in the call. So thank you all for this uh, amazing workshop. I'm looking forward to our community members going there. Hyderabad is my uh, my hometown as well. So it's exciting to see this uh, workshop launch in my hometown. Um, I wish I was there. And uh, our friends from Cloud Moss announced the new SDL builder. We have uh, Max here, our, our, our beloved community member, uh, to talk all about it. But uh, at a high level, SDL builder is really a tool that simplifies a deployment Akash, right? So a precursor to deploying Akash is the configuration of your application, right? So that configuration on Akash is uh, specified using a language called SDL. SDL stands for Stack Definition Language, right? It is not the easiest thing to do because it's really optimized for uh, flexibility to the developer. It gets, you can get crazy data structures, you can get all kinds of amazing um, patterns uh, using SDLs, and the SDLs builder gives you a visual uh, mechanism to uh, to build this uh, this configuration file to to your choice right so it's really cool i played around with it highly recommend you go check it out cloudmaster.io slash sdl dash builder um you know our great community member uh, simpa simpa you know is starting to show so many cool things on how how to really deploy uh, on akash right so um, you know, um, he, he really highlights or, or, or reminds us the importance of uh, Akash uh, in the Chia ecosystem and really gives us uh, really, I mean, uh, amazing ways to to leverage their blade bit disk uh, plotters. Uh, check out this, uh, this really cool tweet that he has going on there. Um, and meanwhile, you know, we are, uh, you know, Dim Dimkos, uh, Dimokos, uh, keep getting the name wrong, taught on how to really do a proxy server for 29 cents, right? So, I mean, he's, uh, Dimokos is our, our, our favorite uh, serial deployer. I mean, he deploys all kinds of cool things and he shows us all kinds of amazing things that we know are possible in Akash, but we don't quite sort of like, materialize them uh, till we see the cost, right? And for 29 cents a month, he's able to deploy a proxy server. I love the the fact that he gets so excited uh, just by, um, uh, he gets, the fact that he gets super excited by deploying all these really cool things on Akash that, you know, it reminds me of when I was a kid, when I was like, you know, you know, discovering all these amazing things on computers, and I would just get so excited about them. And the, there were so many aha moments that, for me, uh, as as when I was learning this uh, this this thing called computers, would come about. And I'm looking at Akash now, and seeing you know cool things being being made on Akash. I get this aha moment, right? I wish I had. I I just want to spend all my time on Akash, deploying these things, working with them, building amazing things that I've always wanted to build. Uh, I mean, hopefully, as if the bear lasts forever for for a little longer, I hope I'll have some more time. But these days, I've been primarily spending my um, I spend maybe two to three weeks 
I try to at least spend two to three weeks coding. And uh, and uh, this weekend I was uh, actually um, working on a cool deployment mechanism to uh, benchmark some offer providers. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a FUD uh, recently about like, hey, Akash, uh, you know, being a proxy to Amazon Web Services. And uh, that was obviously rooted in, in, in complete false data of test, test data and so real data. Uh, big, and, and it's really hard to get the real data because you have to actually go deploy on each one of these providers and take the host name and reverse proxy, I mean, reverse IP lookup, the, the IP address. Uh, so, I mean, doing 50 deployments at the same time and it's not um, the best thing when you're doing manually. So I wanted to write a little tool that'll, that'll deploy like a, a benchmarking container that'll take all the stats that I would need from each provider. Uh, so a tool that'll really target individual providers, which was never a feature of Akash, but I was writing this tool. So, you know, and part of that is like, I'm deploying all kinds of like, you know, cool containers and, you know, proxy servers and whatnot. I think it'd be a great way to uh, test my tool out. So yes, I am uh, spending some more, some time uh, on Akash, but I wish I had, I could spend like seven days a week. Uh, that would be that would be ideal, but my life gets in the way. Uh, anyway, we got um, an, a cool project, Geeks uh, Geek Picks uh, NFT that uh, did a demo on how to deploy on on with, with their deployment of cards. It has this really cool uh, in metaverse advertising mechanism. I suppose. I mean, it it's so cool. I really haven't like. Can't really quite comprehend what what it is, but the fact that they're using a cash is really cool. Go check it out. It's uh, Geeks uh, Picks NFT. They have a tweet out there with uh, this cool like you know spray painting thing that'll paint power back cash. Um, uh, so it's 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 on it's on our update Twitter thread. Go check it out. And uh be on uh, another uh, ecosystem news kava you know kava they're incentivizing rewards for security and infrastructure kava as as people people know is is a big user of akash and uh, um <clears throat> kava also you know in and because they use akash because they feel akash is integral to their infrastructure they propose that they incentivize some of the akash uh, stuff and uh, Prop 97 passed. This brings me another really cool, important point. When you see protocols like Kava, which is a DeFi protocol, it's not really, you know, not really a uh, a uh, infrastructure software like CloudMoss or Spheron. They they're incentivizing Akash development, incentivizing Akash use. So it just tells tells you the importance Akash plays in the stack, right? I think it's becoming more and more clear for a lot of the DeFi platforms that in order to survive the all the upcoming you know uh, censorship regime, you have to decentralize all the way, right? So Akash now provides an amazing opportunity for DeFi projects to decentralize, right? Um, we do have um, another new feature that, that's coming on Akash. I think that's going to blow people's mind. It's not only, so a big challenge right now with Akash is um, there is, Akash supports private, uh, you know, uh, applications, right? Only private applications. So that means when you deploy something on Akash, when you have to, um, you know, push your code, 
the 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 process is called manifest uploading right so during the manifest upload uh, you know you are interacting with the provider in a direct way using H, using tcp protocol right so until then create deployment transaction is the transaction that actually creates a deployment and update deployment all those transactions are on on chain However, the manifest upload is off-chain because it contains your private data, it contains your configuration data and whatnot. So one of the ideas, uh, well, so that's really cool because it supports privacy, but it doesn't quite give full automation uh, in terms of uh, or flexibility for adapt or deploy directly on a cache. So like, for example, a smart contract, although it can go create a transaction using interchain accounts, but can't complete the transaction because it requires a, a TCP uh, interaction, right? Uh, so we're kind of uh, looking at a new model of uh, purely public applications, purely on-chain manifests. So when the if the manifest happens on-chain, now you can have a smart contract that can do the complete deployment. <clears throat> so what that means, a smart contract, uh, if it's a DAO, for example, a DAO can now, a DAO on Juno can now own deployments on a cache using the the ID, uh, using a Juno account, right? So imagine the power of a smart contract owning deployments and completing the deployments. And a DAO can then have a vote uh, on what deployment goes and what deployment doesn't. In fact, most deployments can become immutable. So you can have like multiple versions of a DeFi frontend controlled by a DAO. Uh, once the DeFi, once the deployment happens, it happens forever, right? On chain. And uh, if you can push the manifest on chain, we can have this amazing, like unstoppable services. And since it's all on chain, it's fully verifiable. So a coin gecko can can basically point to a URL and be like, hey, this is verified URL, uh, verified by the vote uh, by the DAO all the way. If you integrate the stack all the way to like a decentralized uh, GitHub like Radical or Gitopia, you can actually trace back the code all the way down to the contributions. So I think the future of DeFi is going to be a full supply chain decentralization. A full supply chain decentralization begins with the Git uh, repos, uh, the the merge mechanisms, the identity establishment by the uh, by the contributors, all that, all the way from the contributions to the deployment, fully on-chain, fully verifiable. And that's the kind of future Akash is ready, uh, getting ready for, right? So we, like I said, there's so much happening on Akash, but we barely scratch the surface. When we have fully on-chain, immutable, uh, composable deployments, uh, that's going to change the the way DeFi, uh, you know, is done. Now, when you talk about censorship, uh, you have to if if you have to stop something, you have to censor a smart contract. So that really depends on on, on where the smart contract is. Imagine an Ethereum smart contract. Uh, deploying directly on Akash, you can't go censor a smart contract. You can't stop a smart contract. So uh, the only way out of this like heavy censorship regime is a fully decentralized stack. And we're all working very hard to get there. So I'm really excited for this Kava Prop 97, early support for Akash. And they really understand the power behind Akash, right? So I think I think uh, this, sh this show-off support uh, not only from words, but also by actions is an amazing thing Kava community has put together. So um, yeah, so I thank them. With that, 
let's conclude the updates and uh, let's welcome our new guests here. Thanks, Craig. First up, we have two guests joining us today to tell us more about Comdex, their roadmap, and how Akash and Comdex are teaming up during their latest testnet. First up, we have Abhishek Singh, co-founder and CEO at Comdex. Abhishek is an engineer by trade and has been in the crypto space since 2013. Prior to starting Comdex, he worked at companies like Sapient and Thorogood. Welcome, Abhishek. How are you today? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the intro. Uh, uh, thanks, Jeff, for the updates. And hi, everyone in the community. Doing great. Uh, thanks, Nadia. Awesome. Also here with us is Siddharth Patil, co-founder and COO at Comdex. Siddharth's background lies in finance and wealth management. Prior to Comdex, he has worked for the Big Four as an investment banker in India. Welcome, Siddharth. So glad to have you as well. How are you? Thanks, Nadia. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, really excited for the discussion today and, and great to be you know, interacting with the Akash community. Awesome. Thank you. Abhishek and Siddharth, to kick off this conversation, can you first reintroduce us to Comdex? What do you guys do and why do you do it? Sure. Um, I think I'll start that off. So yeah, Comdex, you know, right now is a suite of DeFi solutions that we're building for the for the Cosmos ecosystem and ultimately for the multi-chain. Um, we started off building Comdex as a solution to digitize the commodities trade industry, which is you know one of the largest industries out there and um, undeniably you know kind of the the lifeblood of the supply chain globally. So we we started our journey there, you know, built out of solution for digitizing um, enterprise commodity assets on chain and then facilitating their exchange. From there on, we've kind of uh, you know evolved on our journey towards creating a, a suite of solutions around that to create the whole ecosystem. Um, as we kind of foresee uh, the the realms of DeFi and centralized finance interacting more as we go forward, um, and as kind of as the crypto ecosystem kind of legitimizes itself, uh, we want to build the rails, the infrastructure rails for facilitating that interaction of capital between you know DeFi and CeFi as we call it. So at at a broad level, you know that's kind of the goal of what we're doing at Comdex. Thank you. So to follow up, can you explain to us what your roadmap looks like, a little bit more about it, and where you are on your roadmap today and what you're working on right now? For sure. So, um, you know, as a part of the suite of products that we have, um, the enterprise trade product is, is live right now, has, is currently being used by institutional traders um, from Southeast Asia. Uh, we intend to build out a full-fledged financing model uh, a module within that within the platform, but in order to kind of facilitate that, there has to be uh, solutions around it in terms of facilitating that flow of capital. So, in order to kind of address that, we've started building out you know our own stablecoin protocol called Harbor uh, with the stablecoin called Composite, which is currently live on Testnet and you know has been live on Testnet for for a couple of weeks now. So, I think users have been using it, and we've been collecting some great feedback from the community there. Uh, we also have our own um, hybrid DEX called CSwap, which is also on testnet right now. Um, we have Komodo, which is a decentralized lending borrowing protocol, which will be coming live uh, very soon on testnet for users to start interacting. Um, but in terms of our broader roadmap, you know, obviously the first focus remains to push these products to mainnet um, and, and kind of deliver to the community uh, you know, these products that they have long waited for. Uh, one of the key products that we also worked on earlier in the year was the synthetics protocol which for now we're currently in the process of kind of migrating that mechanism away from an AMM based exchange to order book based exchange. So, uh, you know, likely to see some updates about that in, in Q4 of this year as well. 
And then, as I mentioned earlier, you know, once these solutions are all live to to go back to the drawing room for the enterprise trade and start building out the financing module that will ultimately facilitate the exchange. I mean, the, the, the financing of these real world commodity assets and the supply chain. And then, you know, kind of continuing on our journey of being the DeFi infrastructure layer to to build out various modules that builders can utilize to build DeFi applications in Cosmos. So, um, yeah, at, at a broad level, that remains our roadmap. But in the immediate term, our focus is, um, you know, towards pushing these products that are currently on testnet onto mainnet so that um, we can deliver to the ecosystem, uh, you know, a suite of DeFi products that it, it kind of needs at this point. So for right now, how can Akash help support and scale what you're working on? Uh, I think I'll take that. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, this is to, I mean, uh, I just wanted to inform you, the, you know, parts of our testnet are already utilizing Akash at this point. Uh, we are, uh, you know, uh, some of our testnet front-end uh, web apps are hosted there. Uh, some of our testing nodes are already hosted, at, uh, you know, on Akash. And uh, in the future, we, you know, foresee, more, uh, you know, even more deployments, uh, you know, shifting away from uh, AWS or, you know, like Greg mentioned, uh, you know, Hensner came up with, uh, you know, TOS violations. So it becomes very critical for, you know, DeFi applications to move to a decentralized cloud. And we will slowly be migrating, uh, you know, even more of our workload to Akash. Awesome. And as you move towards these goals and move towards mainnet, do you, what challenges do you see, if any, along the way? Uh, challenges, in, in a way, uh, you know, of course, uh, you know, uh, the uh, Discord has been very helpful. Uh, you know, Greg has been very helpful. Scott has been super helpful as well. So uh, w one thing that we, we did see was, you know, to get the uh, SSL, uh, you still have to rely on, uh, you know, either Cloudflare or AWS to uh, get SSL certificates. But uh, that's like one point where you have to step out of the ecosystem. So hopefully in the future, uh, you know, we can have uh, that internal as well. But, uh, and I think, uh, you know, initially we were worried about, you know, how the data centers or will it be having enough performance. But now since uh, Testnet has been already running for over a week on Akash, uh, you know, all those doubts are gone. I, uh, I think uh, it should be super smooth to do it. And even on the mainnet, we will, uh, you know, slowly uh, try to start deploying a few of our things there and gradually, uh, you know, move uh, uh, to Akash. Uh, awesome. Thank you. So, guys, let's talk a little bit more about your experience with Akash. Can you take us back to when you first heard about Akash? How did you hear about us? Yep. So, um, you know, I mean, we've been building in Cosmos since 2018. So uh, have kind of always been aware of all the happenings around Cosmos and keeping an eye open, especially for some of the great projects that are building out there. And and Akash is certainly one of those projects that, you know, everyone has, has definitely come across at some point in terms of uh, the great work that they do, not just, uh, you know, within Cosmos, but also kind of what it means and what it uh, delivers to the greater crypto ecosystem as a whole. So, it, you know, it's kind of, um, that's, that's kind of how we kind of first heard about Akash. But then, you know, within Akash, we have uh, Boz and, and people like Boz and Greg, who, who are very reputed builders in the ecosystem. So I've kind of been following both of them for, for quite, a, quite a while now and, and seeing their work. And, and that's kind of how I first got introduced to, to Akash myself. Um, I remember, I think late 2021, I was in I was in the US for for a conference, and I, I met Greg for a quick coffee, and uh, we had a great chat at the time, and that's how that's kind of how it kickstarted. Um, you know, I think the the relationship between the projects, 
and and ever since i think i've met greg you know multiple times and I always had great conversations with greg so um yeah always uh, always been excited about the work that akash is doing and and what it means for the broader ecosystem as well awesome thank you so how can the akash community participate in your testnet so um the testnet is now live you know the most of the information about how one can access the testnet is currently uh, accessible easily from either our twitter account or you know from the community chats on telegram as well as discord so uh, you know it's quite straightforward most users can start by directly kind of uh, heading over to the community chat or discord to access the faucet to get test tokens and then once they're on the platform you know they can they can um, poke around and have a look at how things are going and then obviously at any point if they kind of stumble into uh, you know any questions or any any queries there's members in the community that are always um, out there to help and and address those concerns and we're always on the lookout for feedback from the community as well because uh, one of the key things about building defi applications is that the testing needs to be you know thorough um, in order to kind of deliver a robust product So our goal is to to collect as much feedback and and information as possible in our testing phases, so that when we do deliver the mainnet, it is, uh, you know, it is kind of focused on creating that robust um, DeFi product that that people can trust and use uh, reliably, and and you know, in terms of um, the long term kind of uh, vision as well with the testnet, you know, users are encouraged to interact there. also to understand how these products work because um, i think that forms a great uh, big part of what um, using defi applications is is to be able to understand what's going on behind the scenes um, so that the capital that you use uh, is itself kind of uh, you know safe and and you're you're aware of what it's doing and where it's going so everyone you guys heard sidarth every uh, be sure to head over to the comdex discord twitter telegram get involved with comdex's latest testnet provide that feedback that feedback from the community is so valuable um go check it out guys thanks abishak and sidarth i'll see you guys later this month at cosmoverse actually but for now please stick around for questions after our next guest Uh we've heard about Comdex's experience with Akash. You can try Akash for yourself deploying through Cloudmos. Joining us today is Maxime Beauchamp, co-founder of Cloudmos. Max has spent 10 years working in tech and has been working in crypto and web3 for the last 2 years. Welcome Max. How are you today? Hi Nadia, thanks for the introduction. I'm doing very well. and uh, i'm happy to be here with you guys all right max we'd love to hear about the incredible work being done at cloudmos to enhance the akash experience and make akash accessible to more people um i've read that you love to build powerful yet easy to use products can you give us an overview of cloudmos what you do and why you do it sure um cloudmos is a uh, a set of tools currently only specifically made for the akash network um we have a fully functional block explorer with analytics on the usage of the network a deploy tool gui to easily deploy any docker container on the akash network which is the main source of deployments i think currently and uh, we have the validators on a few networks but mainly on the on the on a cache of course and um why do we do it uh we want to be part of the revolution of cloud decentralization 
and accelerate the transition from the current cloud monopoly by a few big corporations. Thanks, Max. Um, you guys actually recently rebranded. Can you tell us a little bit about your rebrand? Yeah, of course. Um, when we first started at Cashlytics back in April 2021, uh, we really just started by providing basic analytics on the network usage, something that the community was really in need of back then. And because there was no tool to see how much the network was being used. So that's how we really started. And over the past year, we really evolved to a much broader vision and product offering. Um, Akashadix was created without all that we currently do in mind, and therefore we decided to rebrand. Uh, the name was also really, really hard to pronounce and hard to remember. It was getting confused with uh, Akash itself and was uh, the name was really getting butchered all the time. So that's one of the reasons why we decided to rebrand. And also, since some of the tools that we currently work on can be expanded to uh, other Cosmos-based blockchains, like our Blur, for example, uh, we preferred a more neutral and unique name that fits better with our vision. Um, but of course, we want to keep a focus on the Akash network, or the Akash ecosystem, rather. And after all, Akash is a cloud marketplace, so therefore, cloud most. Awesome. Thank you for that. And no worries on it getting confused anymore. Uh, it's quite catchy. I don't think anybody will be forgetting it. Cloudmost. All right. So with that, could you walk us through your roadmap? Where are you guys today and what tools are you currently working on? Yes. Um, uh, like you, like Greg mentioned, uh, we currently, uh, we, we recently released a, our SDL builder which is uh, really like uh, the first step uh, before a bunch of new tools we want to make that will, I think, really accelerate the innovation on the Akash network. Um, the main projects we're working on for the future is a SDL marketplace. Uh, it's a big project, but uh, we are going in, in, in small steps like the SDL builder. Uh, which we will make it shareable in the near future. So you're going to be able to share SDL through the SDL builder. And um, like Greg mentioned, the SDL is so powerful and extremely flexible. And there's so many ways to configure it. So I think uh, having a tool for power users like Demotius to be able to share and save uh, their deployment solutions to, for 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 new users mainly, uh, it will be super powerful. And also we have our uh, indexer that uh, really is behind all our tools, mainly our Black Explorer that we uh, continually work on. And with that indexer, we will build custom alerts on blockchain and deployment events. Awesome. And Max, tell us, how did you first hear about Akash? Uh, it was back in uh, early 2020-2021, I was doing some uh, research on crypto projects in my spare time and I stumbled upon the Cosmos ecosystem and then onto Akash naturally. 
and immediately saw the future potential that that it has. It's funny to talk about that and be kind of in the future right now. And uh, it's amazing that what we went through, uh, well, what I went through uh, from knowing what Akash is to today. And that was before the mainnet launch. So there was a, a lot of hype back then. But yeah, awesome. I got to know Akash. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's always interesting to take a look back. Um, you're an Akash Accelerator alum. Tell us, what was your experience with the Akash Accelerator like? I think uh, the Accelerator is still uh, ongoing and very active. Um, my experience with the, the Accelerator is mostly through discussions and meetings with uh, Alani, which is really great and helped us a ton to better align our roadmap and vision. Uh, it's always great to be uh, surrounded by smart individuals like Elani that want to help you succeed. So um, I think uh, I'm, I'm looking forward with uh, the next uh, steps. It's kind, of like, it's kind of like a mentorship and it's a, a great uh, initiative. You're actually also an Akash insider. What has that been like for you? Uh, yeah, um, I've been part of the Akash insider program since its uh, inception and for me, it's a way to network with like-minded individuals. And uh, it's also nice to be uh, able to test new features before they're released and be able to uh, also uh, release our, our new features to the insiders so, they, so that they can test it out and give us uh, some feedback. Um, and it's nice because there's a lot of new members lately and it's yeah it's cool to have some some traction uh, shout out to adam i hope he's having a great time at burning man i'm not sure if he's back <laughs> thank you for that uh i'm sure he's having a great time probably but uh all right guys check out the cool tools that cloudmost is building and be sure to give them a follow with that let's open up our ama with questions for greg and for our guests abhishek siddharth and max um, we already have three questions in. We'll start with one of those while we get Happy Investor. I see he's back. Hello. We'll get you set up to ask your question. And while we're doing that, Greg, we have a question from Jan Papa J. Uh, what can I use a proxy server for and how can a beginner use SDL or the SDL builder? Sure. What can you use a proxy server for? Oh boy, I used to use proxy servers uh, when I was uh, when I was a kid to hide my online footprint. This is before VPNs and before Thor existed. Uh, what do you use proxy server for? You can use several things, I guess, to uh, you know to to cache different part. Uh, parts of your web application you can use like a proxy server in different regions uh and uh to mask a, a region i mean you can do i mean you can do like yeah uh, you know you can do like a lot of times people use like corporate used to at least uh i don't know what the new standard is but say you're a company and you have you know uh you know you have 100 employees and all of them go to yahoo.com every Monday, you know? So the contents of yahoo.com is not going to change, uh, at least a homepage. And if it's our New York Times, for example, right, then it's not really going to change for all 100 
employees. So you can actually cache one version of the New York Times and have your employees go to the processor instead of downloading New York Times a hundred times uh, and then you know paying the uh, bandwidth bill, right? So proxy servers can be used to reduce your bandwidth, uh, you know, um, costs. It can be it can be used to improve your performance, your speed. Masking of IP addresses is not, I guess, anymore a thing because like those can be traced back now, right? So, but yeah, so people use uh, people use different different applications for and uh what's uh, what's the second question uh how, how do sdl right sdl builder hmm do how well so it, as a developer i write quite a lot of apps uh on a daily basis right like i mean i i have a few i built the whole ecosystem app for akash i built the feeds api app uh, I, I do quite a lot of like stuff uh uh on on that that kind of have to do something with the cache, but not really the core protocol, right? So for me, every time I deploy something, I need to re uh, rebuild the SDL. So I end up actually copying the SDL that I've created before into this new thing. So that, you know, it's okay. It kind of, you know, works for now, but it'd be really cool if I can actually go to a website or an application where I put in my information and the SDL gets generated, right? So SDL generator is really good for new projects uh, looking to deploy on a cache and want the want to fully like uh, build SDL uh, in a much easier and a simpler way, right? So um, one of the cool things I wanted to do for a feeds API, which is our you know which is which gives like a lot of cool like information about different you know uh, ecosystem and all that using using an API endpoint. I'll be publishing documentation for that very soon, but. Uh, the feeds, I mean, it'll have, it'll also have like metadata information for providers, including like their IP addresses and their like locations and whatnot. So I want the speeds API to have at least 10 regions, right? To have high performance API delivery. So with using SDL builder, I can go and be like, Hey, you know, this is my, um, you know, this is my container. These are my ports. I want 10 regions. These are the attributes to filter out for the regions and go deploy. So I think it's got a lot of cool, like, a lot of cool, like, uh, features like that. That'd be super helpful. As a non-developer, I don't know how useful it'll be, but I think we have to do some more steps before we can get to SDL, right? As a non-technical uh, person, I I think you should be, you shouldn't even care about SDL. Hopefully, we'll we'll get to that point sometime in the future. But right now, it's Akash is meant for developers, and SDL really makes a developer's life simple. Awesome. So John Papa J couldn't be here, so he had sent those two questions ahead of time, and I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to him for his questions, and also because he sent those along with some kind words. Um, happy investor, happy to see you again. Go ahead with your question, and then we'll get back to those that got sent in. Hey, Nadia. Hey, Greg. Hey, everybody. No questions for me this week. I just wanted to say I am coming to Mainnet in New York, and it'd be really cool to to say hi to you guys if possible. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be, I'll be speaking there. So I believe I'm speaking on when, on Thursday, uh, and I believe we have a few events uh, uh, happening as well. So. Go, yeah, I'd lo love to meet up. All right, shall I, shall I send you a, a DM? 
Oh, sorry, I don't know if we got that. Go ahead and repeat that again. Do we shall have I, a meetup going on? Sorry, shall I, shall I message you, Greg? Shall I DM you? Yes, DM you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Bye. Awesome. Thank you for stopping by. And yeah, Greg is speaking on Thursday. I'll get that time for you guys in just a moment. But for right now, second question. Um, we've got somebody asking, how will fiat payments on Akash affect AKT? This is in reference to fiat payments that Vixello is doing for Akash or will be planning on doing. So fiat payments really, you know, uh, simplify onboarding or on-ramping for Akash users, right? So, I mean, there's a whole world out there that's not in crypto. Even though we all live and breathe crypto, most of the planet doesn't, right? So for them, you know, they're used to paying monthly, you know, uh, invoices to Amazons and Googles of the world, right? So, and most of the time, the people that pay are not the ones that use, right? In Akash, it's you have to be the user and the payer at the same time. So what Vixello and, and folks uh, are trying to do is trying to replicate the real world net 30 pay by invoice model on Akash, right? So Akash is prepaid. And you know you you got to interact with the wallet, and you gotta like have AKT tokens to deploy. Which, you know, you know, in all, you know, in in all uh, honesty, getting AKT tokens are not the easiest thing in the world, right? You gotta go to an exchange, you gotta do KYC, uh, you know, or you got you got already have some crypto, then go to a DEX. But it's not the easiest thing for someone with a credit card to come and get these tokens, you know, be, because of regulation. Hopefully, that'll be. That'll not be the case in the future, but you know, right now it's very hard to get access to a cash token. So, so for someone like that, for a traditional business, they still want to leverage the amazing cost benefit Akash provides, right? Akash is still like 95% cheaper than your traditional cloud with you know current uh, distribution of like 50 providers or so. It's very, very distributed across the globe. And with provider incentives that we're working on, we, we're going to expect at least 1,000 to 1,500 providers very soon. Uh, you know, so we're going to see quite a lot of like footprint. And when that happens, we want to have a frictionless um, onboarding experience, right? So um, so I think what Vixilla, the work they're doing is going to enable like folks like that, folks like traditional businesses to use a cash page and credit card. Uh, for them, a lot of these guys don't care about censorship resistance. They don't care about blockchain or Web3. For them, they just want use a cloud which is cost optimized and open and pay using the methods that are used to so that's how akt uh fiat payments are going to work and it's not going to undermine akt because you still have to purchase akt so Vixelo has to go and buy akt off market um and you know and do and basically use that akt to deploy a cash right you're not re you're not bringing fiat into the protocol uh, protocols cannot support fiat payments um uh, only way to use a cash um, uh, deployment platform is to use akt so anything we do on top of akt even a multi-currency settlement mechanism uh, the stable settlement we're talking about even that really uh, roots down to uh you know using akt so there is really no way out of using akt because akt is the, is the core native currency of a cash network so um but all this is just going to enhance um, usage of AKT better and, and remo by removing friction.
So hopefully that answers the question. Thanks, Greg. Um, before I go ahead into the next question, so as Happy Investor and Greg mentioned, we will be at uh, Masari Mainnet in New York. Um, and Greg will be speaking at 3.30 on Thursday. And Anil Murthy, our head of product, will be speaking on Thursday at noon. Definitely come see us, guys. We love hanging out with you virtually, but it's always great um, to hang out in person. We'll also be at Cosmoverse. I know, Siddharth, you'll be there as well. So um, our next question, you touched on this a bit, Greg, but um, we did get a question about the Kava Proposal 97 that passed. Akash is in the list of rewards there. What does that mean for Akash? Yes, uh, good question. So Kawa Foundation recently um, you know, announced their ecosystem fund. So they're going to finance companies that are going to build on Kava, right? So, and they want to ensure that these applications are fully decentralized, these applications are secure, and they're aligned with the interests of Akash protocol. So part of, so they're going to give out uh, some of their um, um, some of the, the inflation reports, basically a dev fund of you know for lack of a better word, I think is a great idea to to incentivize uh, the the building of uh, you know building on top of Kava basically right. So they're calling it the Kava Rise program uh, to give some of the inflation rewards uh, to people that are going to build on Akash. So if you are someone that wants to build a DeFi application on Kava, and if you use Akash for your front end, for your middleware, or you know, you, I don't know your validator set or whatnot, you can, you're eligible to those inflation rewards. So it, it's a really great way of incentivizing, uh, you know, DeFi on, on Akash. Uh, this is and this is an external protocol. This and Akash is not contributing uh, to these, uh, you know, to the uh, incentives. It's an external protocol uh, that believes Akash is a very important and critical part of the development developer stack, and them incentivizing people using Akash is a really good thing they're doing. Uh, you know, shows uh, shows how much they value Akash as well as, you know, as well as they just are, you know. Uh, them being like very generous and, and and encouraging people to use decentralized cloud and not not a Amazon Web Services or or something centralized, right? So uh, I really like this proposal quite a lot. If you have any questions for Greg or Comdex or Cloudmouse, go ahead and request to speak, and we'll bring you up. We had another question, but I think um, they have uh, lost connection. Um, uh, let's see, Craig, have you gotten any questions in on Twitter? That's all I have on my end from both Twitter and Telegram. I don't, but uh, CloudMoss, did you, did you have a question? Or Max? Oh, there's their emojis, right? Uh, I didn't have a, a question necessarily, but uh, I just wanted to add something about the accelerator and what has, uh, has it uh, benefited us. Um, not only that uh, Alani has helped us um, uh, forge our roadmap and vision, uh, he's helping us also uh, 
define our business model and revenue models because currently uh, we're mostly funded by the community pool and this is not something uh, sustainable of course but uh, and for now it's uh, perfect for us to uh, set up uh, a better business model and, and provide revenue for sustainability in the future and he really helped us define that and also uh, the accelerator is 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 uh, going to help us uh, fundraise in the future to uh, continue to develop because uh, it's hard to be uh, profitable in the first uh, few months when you enable the revenue model and business model. So I uh, just wanted to mention that and shout out to Alani, uh, who's helping us uh, grow our our business and application. Awesome. Thank you so much for Alani has been such an amazing partner to work with. I think if you are looking to, you know, uh, looking to, to, to use Akash and build on top of Akash, I highly recommend working with Akash Accelerator. He brings a ton of value. And thank you so much, Max, for, for that testament. It's really cool. And uh, if there's nothing we're going to close off. I mean, before we close off, I wanted to say a few things, right? Like CloudMoss, uh, you know, it, it's... It's really amazing to see uh, how decentralized Akash is, right? Quite a lot of like, uh, you know, decentralization emphasis is like on like metrics on chain and whatnot, but I think it really comes down to your development, right? So CloudMoss, you know, first began as Akash Analytics, which is an independent analytics platform. It's not developed by the core team. Max found out about Akash, uh, you know, through the internet, and he decided to build a tool that he feels is is valuable. He he started off with the analytics platform, and then uh, migrated evolved to a deployment platform, and slowly evolved into amazing things. Right, so it's like, I mean, that's the kind of like uh, organic adoption, right? We 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 uh, deem as a core tenant of decentralization, right? And uh, similar to CloudMoss, we have seven other uh, protocol clients that are building Spiron and 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 uh, you know Praetor and a whole bunch of things, a whole bunch of uh, uh, protocol clients, right? So it's it's very important as we are entering a, a critical stage in Web three, uh, censorship resistance and and decentralization to to recognize that Akash from the from the get go has put enormous effort uh, into um, into uh, this organic growth, right? These are not incentivized growth. I mean, Akash Accelerator is a, is a recent sort of like, uh, you know, a program, but originally we never had any of these uh, incentives for people to, ex additional incentives on top of the value that they, that they see from Akash Network, right? So, and and uh, when it comes to incentives, it's you're seeing quite a lot of platforms today. Uh, and, you know, big one could be like Fire, you know, uh, Filecoin, but there are a lot of other platforms. Even, even in decentralized cloud, there are other platforms that incentivize uh, early behaviors, right? Before product market fit. Product market fit is a long and slow road. It's really something that has no shortcuts. You know, people need to use a product. People need to uh, come back to use a product, right? A cautious product market fit, uh, you know, is is there, but it's not strong enough yet. And it's very important to stay focused on achieving a strong product market fit before incentivizing uh, 
incentivizing adoption because if you incentivize pre-product market fit, the data you're going to get back is 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 ruined, right? So you don't know why people are using your your platform. Like for a Filecoin, people actually, uh, you know, so Filecoin has this Filecoin Plus program that incentivizes providers uh, based on how much data they they store, and there's a verification mechanism for legit data and and not so legit data. And so now providers, because there is a pervasive incentive, providers are actually paying people to store on, on Filecoin, right? So so that's kind of behavior that we don't want to see, right? So that's why incentivizing uh, early pre-product market fit just gives the wrong metrics that uh, eventually will prove out because you know your incentives will eventually die. And one, once that happens, you know, you're not going to be able to be in a position to incentivize growth. Now, once you have product market fit, incentivizing growth is a great strategy because now it's all about increasing awareness, spreading the word, and incentives really help quite a lot in spreading the word, right? So that's why we reserve incentives for post-product market fit, and that's why you don't see additional incentives for being a provider or being a, being a, um, you know, a, a tenant on a cash. Most of the incentives today are for builders, right? So Akash Accelerator, we have our, our you know cab and whatnot that are incentivizing to come build the platform, uh, build on the platform. And I think we're going to do some more work in, in further incentivizing builders. But on-chain incentives are coming. Uh, and once that happens, we're going to see a next a new era for Akash. But we're not going to open them up till we uh, till we absolutely are 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 very confident in our product market fit, which we're getting there, which we you know we're we're getting there very slowly, but it's 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 but remember it's a very slow and painful process. Once this process is is complete, the the fruits are going to worth be worth uh, the the effort. So uh, so with that in mind, I think I'm going to uh, you know conclude this 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 week's spaces and thank you all uh, for uh, for coming. Yeah, thanks so much to Greg, to Abhishek, Siddharth, and Max for joining us on Spaces today. And a huge thank you to all of you guys for joining today or listening to this later. Before we get together next time, Siddharth, where can everyone go to learn more about Comdex and participate in the testnet? Yep. So I think most of the information about Comdex can be found um, on the Comdex Twitter account, which is Comdex Official. And from there, one should be able to navigate easily to the community chat and to Discord where, you know, further information about the testnets can be found. So really encouraging everyone to to get involved, at least uh, try out the testnets and uh, get their hands on it. And then um, hopefully there should be, uh, you know, very soon some exciting news for the Akash community from Comdex as well. Um, I think that that should be uh, something I think we're, we're excited to announce as well as we get closer to it. But yeah, encourage everyone to check it out. Awesome. Thank you so much. Max, where can everyone go to learn more about what Cloudmos is building and what's coming up next? Uh, you can simply follow us on Twitter. I, we always post updates uh, with what we release on and uh, what we are currently building. So, And we're available also on Discord in the Akash Discord and our Discord. So that's where you can follow us. Thank you. And guys, let's keep in touch between spaces. So go sign up for our newsletter at akash.network slash connect. And don't forget to check out our latest blog, Web3 is welcome on Akash Network. 
at akash.network slash blog. Make your move to the open cloud and look out for more this week. Head over to Telegram tomorrow for an AMA with Omniflix. Join us next week, Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific for our next Akash Weekly Spaces with Greg. Tap that set reminder button as soon as we post it. Check out akash.network slash community and find out how you can spread the word about Akash and help this project grow by becoming an Akash Insider. Thank you so much for joining today's event. Thanks again to Greg, Abhishek, Siddharth, and Max for spending time with us today. See you guys next Wednesday with Greg at 8 a.m. Pacific. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Akash Weekly with Greg Asuri featuring Comdex and Cloudmos. Recorded on Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pain. Checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows. But then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back. Doing a little magical and rabbits out the rucksack not everybody's always in it for the money looking like another crooked sunday and i'm working monday so you know i ain't stressing left debating great methods amazed to play inception the base stay blessed see even with these huge sums of overall royalties these sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent each time someone listens to one of their tracks leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist, they can't even say they're making pennies, pennies, pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies per play. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish, out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Ah shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses Now we're on the fence Like we forgot how to choose That's what happens When people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom Just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile foaming at the mouth Like a rabid dog Like a fake mate And call at the zoo It's looking like the viewers Getting disappointed too I'm working on the new shit Trying to produce it It's what I'm willing to go through When I'm making my music